we have four men here. You're gonna, I'm gonna have them introduce themselves and you're gonna get to know them and you're gonna love it. Twenty twenty three pastoral residents, welcome to the Disciple Hinson Podcast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tippo. Um, let's say go around and introduce yourself so people can know whose voice they're listening to you. All right, my name is Tippo Sangtian. Sam Tucker. Guyton Gorlin. Jared Garcia. All right. And now say where you're from. I am from Thailand, but I moved from Louisville, Kentucky. And I was born and raised in Alaska, but I've been living in the Portland, Vancouver area for the past three years. Thank you, Sam Tucker. Yeah, man. Dallas, Texas. Guyton. Jared Garcia is from South Carolina. Um, why don't you just say uh, any family? Nope. Holy child. I'm one of 10. Where are you in the order, Sam? Number six. I have an older sister. Jared is married to Lori, and they have one son, Carson. Some of you already answered this question, but what were you doing before the residency? I was pursuing my MDiv in, um, at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. In Louisville. Yes. Sam? I was working as a contractor, finishing up my bachelor's through Liberty University. And attending Door of Hope here in town. Yes, sir. I worked in Dallas at Dallas Baptist University in the enrollment office, helping enroll students. Jared. I was doing support racing, um, heading to the Philippines as global worker for reaching and teaching. And a member of a church in South Carolina. I was a member and an elder, currently an elder in absentia at Emmanuel Bible Church. Emmanuel Bible Church in Molden, go ahead. South Carolina. Molden, and that was a church where Doug Payne had served as an elder previously. That's yeah, excellent. Um, okay, now you get to do your like uh, 30 second version of how you came to Christ. I grew up in Thailand, um, grew up in a Buddhist family, heard the gospel in the US for the first time in high school. Um, took a while, but eventually became convinced of my own sin and became convinced that not only God exists, but he has a uh, plan to save us through Christ, his death and his resurrection. And I came to Christ then. Uh, Tippo, why don't you go ahead and then say when you felt um, the desire, the call to pursue a full-time ministry? Yeah, so it's about my final year of my undergrad. Um, I was really, really involved with both the campus ministry and the local church in Colorado then. What, co what uh, school in Colorado? University of Northern Colorado. And yeah, just felt the, felt the desires to do more ministry, but also felt very unequipped. So decided uh, decided to pursue more theological education then so you went from northern colorado to southern yep yeah great sam what about you how did you come to christ and then call to ministry um i grew up in church but did not follow through it with it in my life until about five years ago and then reading reading through the book of romans and seeing what it said for myself the light went off and i was converted and then why go into ministry? I felt a pull for it about little, maybe two years ago. And so I started pursuing education and then getting involved in like this residency to pursue that. Great. Guyton? Yeah, I came to faith when I was around the age of nine. My dad shared the gospel with me and I, from everything I can remember, that was true conversion right then. And so I was baptized a year later, 
and pursuing ministry. Yep. Yeah. So in college, uh, just through conversations with other brothers and the elders of our church was encouraged. Uh, and I desired, started to desire to pursue further theological education, pursue ministry. And so here I am. Great. We're glad you are. Last but not least, Jared. Yeah, I got saved at a young age. Uh, Christian home. At Christian home. My dad's pastor. Uh, true family devotions took me aside and shared the gospel with me and I trusted Christ my savior mm. I think I was seven um, and got baptized at a Baptist church uh, in Quezon City Philippines at the age of 12 say baptized as a believer and the only right way to be baptized and um good resident yep and uh as a teenager was discipled um doug Payne was instrumental a former resident former member here at Inson, uh in my life and another pastor preaching expositionally and that kind of made me want to do what they're doing uh it made an impact in my life pursued ministry pursued uh Education. Got a PhD. Got a PhD in New Testament. Um, and now planning on going to the Philippines to revitalize the church and train pastors. Jared, let's stay on you. Uh, the next logical question after all that is what's your favorite Portland restaurant so far? <laughs> uh, Pad Thai Kitchen. Good choice. Guyton? I think PDX Sliders was excellent uh, that cut, i haven't tried a whole lot though that cuts still. deep as someone who's also had lardo but you know i'll yeah. forgive you sam probably fogo de chow all you can eat is <laughs> brazilian steakhouse yeah. that's a that's a chain man yeah you can get that okay tipo i hate to admit it but pad thai kitchen is really good oh pad thai kitchen wins this time and then while we're on the topic of food and pe people are salivating as they're listening to this uh any reflections on burger week you don't all have to answer, but just I want to hear your meditations, your reflections. I wish we had a Pad Thai week instead. <laughs> Pad Thai week. I, I wish more cities in the U.S. would take part in something like a burger week. It was excellent. Glorious. Even. Seven burgers. Not all were the same. So you had seven burgers during one week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. have you had a doctor's checkup? Uh, I haven't, but, I, I but you're a young good. man. Yeah. How I've old been... are you, Guyton? 24. So you can take that. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah. Uh, while we're on you, uh, Guyton, why don't you tell our listeners what in the world is the residency? Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong anywhere. But the residency, we do a lot of reading. We do a lot of writing. And a lot of what we're focused on is pastoral ministry and a theology for ministry, a theology of the church. And we're trying to think deeply about what God's word has to say about the church uh, thinking deeply about the way in which the gospel influences all that we do. And so it's been so sweet too. Excellent. Any, you guys want to add anything in terms of what it is a description? Is it what you expected it to be? How, how, how well, let's let, I'll be more specific. How's it different? Anybody will have two of you answer, but not all at once. It is definitely more difficult than I thought it would be. We were pushed to think in ways that that I've just not thought of. Sam? It's been a lot more educational than I thought it would be. There's a lot of academic stuff involved in it, which is great. It's been amazing. Just the more you think through things, the more you learn, the more you're able to retain it. How many books do you guys it. read? 
It's around 65. Around 65 in five months. Four and a half. Four and a half months and almost a paper a day. Just about. And uh, so why do this? It sounds like a lot of work. And you're, you're not, well, I guess we give you a small stipend, but you're not getting like, you're not doing it for the money. Enough to live. Yes. So uh, do, do you guys want to each just briefly explain why you decided to do this? Tipo, can we start with you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I met Michael in Thailand, actually. In Bangkok. In, in Chiang Mai, Thailand. In Chiang Mai, that's yep, right. I okay. was there for a conference. <laughs> and... Yeah, I got an email asking if I would be interested in doing the residency. And I said, I'll look into it. Asked Mark, hey, I've never read this many books in my life. <laughs> and he said, well, now's you, your chance. You, yep. Yeah. You get you get fast at reading. You'll be okay. So I was like, this can this will be a great opportunity to, to learn and to grow and immerse myself into the life of the local church, see how they do things and just learn from them. Because you hope to be a pastor. Aspiring. Aspiring pastor. to be a pastor. Sam, what about you? Why did you decide to do this? Um, after just doing some research about Henson and the staff here, it became apparent. Well, why don't you tell us how you found out? Because you were going to Door of Hope, but you had never heard of Henson or Michael Lawrence uh, or anything. <clears throat> so how did you even find out about us? One of my theology classes, one of the books that were for that class, I found I really liked the way the guy thought and I kept highlighting things throughout the entire class. And finally, near the end of it, I picked up my phone and said, theologian, Michael Lawrence, because I wanted to know who the guy was. I never heard of him. And Siri came back with Michael Lawrence, pastor, Henson Baptist Church, a mile down the street from where I was attending church. And so that kind of started me on listening to some of his stuff. And one of the things that came up in a queue was a two and a half minute interview of him doing, speaking about the pastoral residency. And I was like, man, that sounds like something I would like to do. And here I am. And you had never, had you ever never uh, noticed the building, the Henson Castle before on 20th and Salmon? No. I'm yeah. not, and the thing That's is, wild. I used to go to church in the park on Wednesday nights in the summer right there, but never noticed yeah, the church because I never came down the street far enough. And Sam, what do you hope to do? Going to full-time ministry work. Okay. Yeah. Like a, as a pastor? Yeah. Okay. Great. Guyton and Jared, uh, why do they residency? If you look at the landscape, it looks like most guys are shortening their training. They're mm. shortening um, the education they're doing in seminary. They're getting shorter degrees. And, and what the residency provides is something that, one, seminaries often aren't able to provide mm. in ecclesiological training. Uh, as well as just it, it adds, it, it helps lay a really great foundation for the pastor going into the ministry. And so, um, and that's yeah, you. Uh, I'm hoping, You're hoping to be in so the ministry, well. hoping to be a pastor. But okay. yeah, just trying to fill in the, some of those gaps where a lot of seminaries aren't able to. And so, great, Jared. Well, yeah, similar to what Guyton said. Um, Having gone through seminary education, I felt like there's a lack on the rigor on pastoral theology. Mm. Um, I actually have not taken a course in pastoral. Well, I have, but <laughs> I don't even remember it. Um, oh, you'll, we'll make you remember this. Yeah. We'll make sure. Um, like just, <laughs> yeah. just the amount of like a deep dive into topics like ordinances, um, what's a pastor, what's a church. Um, what's worship? I think those are key and key things that pastors, uh, what pastors, uh, what they do. 
Um, and my desire to train pastors is not just in the Philippines, it's not just on theology and, and how to preach as part of it, but also how to do ministry, which I think this residency helps. Um, as an elder, uh, been an elder in the church in South Carolina, so I do a lot of these things. I think what the residency helps me do is how do I train others to do this? Where do I go? What what sources do I go to? How, you know, I think the discussion, hearing all the different pastors lead the discussion, like how do they teach about baptism? How do you get there? Mm -hmm. um, they're all helpful. Um, so I'm really glad to to be able to do this. We're really glad that all of you were able to come and do this. Uh, it's been, been fun getting to know you guys so far. Um, one of the things that is unique about this residency is that it's in a particular local church. So Henson Baptist Church. Um, why don't you just general reflections on the church thus far? So turning from the residency, you, you are all church members. How has the church been? I, I would say uh, my church in South Carolina is, is similar in many ways with Hinson. Similar size? Not size. We're okay. a lot smaller. Okay. Um, and, and that means I think Hinson will have a lot more structure, trellises um, than we would need as a smaller church. But but in, 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 in the elements and what we do and how we do things and how we think through things are a lot of similarities. But one thing that's different that stood out to me is that our church in South Carolina was a church plant. So they had all this thinking and philosophy at the beginning, whereas Hinson um, was, a, was a, it's a historic church. And the church I'll be going to the Philippines is similar. It's been there for 60, 70 years. Mm. Now, how do you implement rethinking through scripture? Um, so the church has already been there. So that's that's what's helpful for me being here. That's great. Thanks, Jared. What, what would you guys add in terms of what stood out to you about Henson? The meaningful membership. Everybody is involved in everybody's life. And you don't have 10 people or 10% of the people in the church doing all the work or involved, everybody is. It's amazing. It's great. Dippo? Congregational thinking. Mm. Yeah. Stood out to me, stood out for all my friends who came to visit. Guyton? Tipot took mine, but I'll just say generally the culture of like hospitality and, and the welcome that each of us received in coming has been really sweet. Like just showing up my first weekend here and I've got people that I've never met before walking up to my door with a plate full of cookies. <laughs> They're just like, hey, we're glad you're here. So you will receive cookies. Yes. Does that go for all of you? In the residency, yes. And, uh, and <laughs> what are some other, other than bringing you cookies, what are some other good ways to connect that people can connect with you in terms of taking initiative. Are you guys like super busy and, you know, t take it easy on the offers for, for dinner and lunch and coffee? No, I'm Guy always, no. I'm always down for lunch and coffee. Yeah. Food, sweets and coffee for sure. Okay. And what about, are you guys willing to provide like yard work, raking leaves? Yeah, I could okay. build you a porch. Surprise. They weren't expecting <laughs> for food. I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, the schedule is very open and meals are welcome. Coffee is welcome. Hiking adventures with me and Tipok would be awesome. We would love to do that. 
<laughs> yeah, we would love, my wife and I would love to even cook for a family. And mm. we don't have a huge space for everyone, but we can bring food to your house. All right. Wow. Nice. What about uh, just any, the best things so far about your time here in Portland and at Henson in the residency? You don't all have to answer, but anything that particularly stands out? All right, Guyton. Yeah, one of the, I think probably one of the best things has just been our Wednesday morning uh, resident discussions. We're right here at this table. Yeah, we mm-hmm. work hard on those papers mm-hmm. and you pastors work even harder in thinking that. through questions to stir up really educational conversations and they're really helpful. And the other guys that are here to help jump in the conversation is also helpful. The guys that have done the residency here or in other places and pastoral assistants. So yeah, those conversations have been awesome. I'll, I'll just get, I'll just take it from there. Um, you know, the goal of those discussions and of this residency is that you would think biblically mm. about the church and about the pastorate. Can you guys, you guys want to highlight any ways, uh, you've already mentioned some, like Sam, you, you talked about meaningful membership, uh, congregational singing for you, Tippo, but uh, ways that your thinking has been particularly strengthened or changed when it comes to thinking about the church and the pastorate? A particular area as you think through all the different kind of topics that we've been working through thus far. What are you guys, halfway through? No, not quite. Yeah? Halfway there? Halfway yeah. point. This nice. Is nine, which is halfway. Okay. The way like meaningful membership is set up, the administration of the ordinances and church discipline, while in my mind before coming here, I could see that these were good things to have. Now it's shifted that these are not just good ideas or good things to have. These are things that need to be implemented correctly and followed in a church if it's going to be healthy. There's a reason why Henson does the things they do, and it's rooted in biblical theology. It's not just a good idea. And so that's shifted in my mind. Praise God. Great. I think just thinking through things that have have changed my mind is the connection, which Michael's been talking about this a lot lately. It's been so helpful. But the the place of scripture, especially thinking about in the light of the Reformation, it being the formal cause of the recovery of the gospel and the way in which scriptures, the gospel and the church all connect. It it all connects in the way in which we go about doing church. And it's really beautiful to see actually on Sunday mornings, the way in which the gospel is being presented and, and being fleshed out or the scriptures are coming to life through just the ordinary things that we do. So that's been so sweet, challenging, strengthening in my own mind and conscience. Great. I don't think I can improve on that. Tipo, anything to add? I've learned a lot of things, but if I have to name one thing that um, I was really strengthened to think about, to challenge to think about is the regulative principle of worship Mm -hmm. and how the, like I said, the authority and sufficiency of the scripture drive everything that we do. So the regulative principle, you guys want to give a stab for our listeners who may not know what that is, on what that is. Everybody's pointing to Jared. Jared, what's the regulative principle? Regulative principle basically is argument that what we do in worship is limited 
to what God has instructed in Scripture. Mm. So God calls us to worship Him. And so we worship Him according to what He says. Mm. And so there's no DIY worship. You know, you, you worship according to what God says. Well said. Mm. All right, we're, uh, we're running out of time, but we're gonna go lightning round to get just so the congregation can get to know you guys even a little bit more. Uh, so some of this is, is fun. Um, or, or some of it is substantive. So uh, favorite pastor, Tippo? Favorite pastor at Henson? Mark Whitcomb. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sam? Neil. All right. <laughs> Mark Whitcomb for Hanks. Dan Schreiner for food. Michael for intellectual discovery. Okay. Very, very uh, diplomatic of you. All of the above. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Um, what's your favorite book so far, Jared? I have enjoyed um, No Strange World. Uh, no, what? Strange, Strange, Strange New World. Strange New World. You're you uh, combining a redux yeah. of No Place for Truth there and Strange go. New World. Now, that would be a good remix. Guyton? I can't say the same thing, but Strange New World is really good. So, Carl Truman? Yeah. Sam? I really enjoyed Truman's book, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. I really enjoy wow, that. Wow, unanimous. Uh, favorite just book um, other than the Bible and Strange New World? Uh, Tippo, didn't you tell me it was the Left Behind series? Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Sam, favorite favorite book? The Residency or just in general? Yeah, you can't choose Strange New World and you can't choose the Bible. So um, other than those two. Knowing God, J.I. Packer. Mm, nice. Guidance. We can't choose anything we've read in the residency. I mean, one assembly was excellent. One assembly that was by such Jonathan a good Lennon. Book. Wow. Okay. You're making Nerd me like alert. this is like a question like which one is your favorite son? I only have one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> or don't fire church members. That was a great book. Don't fire. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about nine marks of a healthy church? Mm. Yeah. Tippo, you gotta you gotta save us and give us something juicy. Something good. Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> uh, okay, let's start. What's next for you guys? Um, you, Some of you mentioned it already, but uh, why don't you tell us what's next? I mean, you still have nine more weeks of the residency, mm -hmm. so you got you to gotta make it through that gauntlet. But And then um, what's next and how we can pray for you? So can we start with you, Tupo? Mm -hmm. So after the residency, I'll head back to Louisville to finish up my MDiv. So I have a little bit over a semester left. So... Yeah, I just pray that I would be intentional with my with the rest of my time at the residency, that I'll make a relationship and connect with people, be intentional with the time I have here. Great, Sam. I'm hoping to do the Chicago course, so you could just pray for that, if it's God's will, for that to work out, and then just transitioning from here in between the end of this and the middle of December and the beginning of January. So, because and that's the Chicago course on preaching that is uh, Charles Simeon Trust's yes. uh, preaching program, yep. residential preaching program. So, moving to Chicago. Yeah, great. That's what I'm hoping to do. Guyton? Seminary. And where most likely the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. So moving to Louisville, most likely. OK. Yeah. And how can we pray for you? If you would just pray the qualifications of an elder like those, mm. would, if those things would be prayed, I, I would be incredibly grateful. So you can open up your Bibles now, listeners, to First Timothy three Titus in, one. Or in Titus one and pray that for guidance. Jared. Um, Lord willing, we will be moving to the Philippines January. 
uh, and start working at a church there and start teaching and training pastors. And being sent out with reaching and teaching, uh, who were also uh, sending out Andy and Lindsay Matsuoka to Taiwan with reaching and teaching. That's correct. And ways we can particularly pray for you guys in this transition, Jared. Uh, lots of logistics, moving, housing, all those questions are, you know, could cause some stress. Um, but we're trusting the Lord for for his guidance and for the Lord to strengthen our marriage during this time of transition. And also as we parent Carson, that we'll have wisdom and that he will grow to know the Lord. Amen. Well, you guys have been a great class, definitely in the top 13 classes we've ever had here at Henson. Nice. Uh, so thanks for taking this time. I hope as a result of this, you get many cookies and, and prayers mm -hmm. and uh, offers for, for lunch and coffee and raking leaves. Amen. Thanks, Dan. <laughs>